when you are rooted, grounded, and radiant in your truth and your awareness, people will want to learn from you. People will want to be with you, near you. It's just the jungle is so lush and everything just thrives there. Humans, plants, animals, everything thrives in the jungle. It's so lush and full of life. It just like pumps your body full of everything it needs. It's how I experience it. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode three of Light Legacy with me, Rohini. Rohini Lise. I'm so happy you're back. I'm so happy to be sharing this space with you. To set the scene here, I am curled up on the couch, got some candles on my altar lit, like beautiful tall pillar candles. Got a blanket around me. Just sat with Hape, which is a beautiful plant medicine. Um, It's sacred tobacco in a powder form that you shoot up your nose. Um, That's a much longer topic I could talk about, but Hape has been my, um, hmm, what's the best way to put it? It's a beautiful grounding meditation tool. It's not a psychedelic or anything. It's tobacco um, cultivated in a sacred ceremonial fashion and There's many different blends, and each blend kind of has a different effect, but um, I work with it very regularly and also offer it to friends, and um, at the last retreat I did, I served it to the women there, Um, so it's it's very powerful medicine, and I always say, if there was only one plant medicine I could work with for the rest of my life, it would be tobacco, like hands down, grandfather tobacco is my biggest plant ally, I'm so grateful for him. Ah, so anyway, that's where I'm at. Um, and I am leaving. Just got home uh this afternoon, and then I'm leaving again tomorrow morning. So it's really a fast moving time um for me in my life, which is beautiful because I feel like I just came out of a more uh underground time. Um, I felt super Hmm, heavy and not motivated. I like could see all the things that I wanted to create and the ideas were there very clearly, but I just could not find the fire within me, the motivation to push past the, you know, the limitations, the fear, the, the tiredness (laughs) to create. And it was like very, um, disorienting for me because I couldn't really connect the dots of like why am I not doing it why am I not doing all these things that I know that I am here to do that I see um and I was like really beating myself up for it I would say and my negative self-talk was at a high and it was just an interesting chapter and uh I went to Guatemala and that was a beautiful like restful nurturing experience the the earth (laughs) the earth you know she really heals all and being so far away from the world like far away from society I guess uh really was very expansive and nourishing for me like we stayed at this house in this small town on Lake Atiblan which is a sacred beautiful lake small small town called Suzuna 
and uh, you get there by boat and it's very small, like maybe like three restaurants, uh, all for, for tourists. Um, there's no like local restaurants really that I saw and just very small. Like, I don't think they have a school, um, a lot of sweet local villagers and kids and a thriving tuk-tuk economy. If you guys have traveled, the tuk-tuks are like a status symbol. I feel like everyone tricks out their tuk-tuks in different designs and things. <laughs> but anyway, it was a very small town and we were tucked in the middle of this mountain. Like we had to, the tuk-tuk took us way up the mountain as far as they could. And then the road was too haphazard and rained through and uh, muddy. So then we walked the rest of the way and it was like a 15 um, 15 or 20 minute walk, maybe 30 minute walk to our place from there. So it was just the most magical time. If you guys saw my Instagram, I posted like a reels, um, from that house and it's this mystical, magical hillside mountaintop overlooking the lake house with the most <laughs> stunning, vibrant, a landscape ever it's just the jungle is so lush and everything just thrives there humans plants animals everything thrives in the jungle it's so lush and full of life it just like pumps your body full of everything it needs is how i experience it but yeah we ate outside we had breakfast outside at this table and there's just these colorful purple and orange flowers cascading in vines above us and it, it was, yeah, it was incredible. So that was very nourishing. Um, I'm really glad to be traveling regularly. It's so um, supportive for my becoming. <laughs> it's so supportive for me as a human. It's like very important for me to get out of my cave, which is my apartment. My apartment is a cave, 100%. Um, and I love my cave. It's so cozy. It's so like it's, it's a prayer den really. Like you come in here and you just want to get on, get, sit down the altar and pray or sing or play sound bowls or just cuddle up and have great conversation. Um, but at times I, I, uh, I'm seduced by the, the darkest depths of the cave and I just don't want to go out. So when I honor those cycles, when they are, um, needed, it's beautiful, but sometimes it's not supportive to think that the world is the cave when in reality the world is so much bigger and more vibrant and lush than the cave. So it's very good for me to travel a lot. Um, it's a big world and I want to see as much of it as I can while I'm in this body. Um, so yeah, I guess that was just a little update. <laughs> but this episode probably will just be pretty chatty. Um, and I also want to kind of focus on our voice, why our voice is our most powerful tool, our gift to the world, our conduit to the divine, our conduit to our past, present, and future, um, the portal to any timeline that we desire. So that's the focus of this episode, but I'm sure it'll be pretty chatty. But I'm so happy you're here. I love you. Let's get chatting, get comfortable, grab some water, fuzzy socks, a little 
incense or candle and let's just hang out. I'd love to start with just a little breathing, (laughs) a little bit of a presence practice because the way I see it, I don't know where you are in your day or your life when you're listening to this, but if I can offer wherever you are a bit of presence, then um, that is one of the best ways that I can be of service to you, which is why I'm here. So um, wherever you are, if you can close your eyes, that's great. But if you're driving, don't close your eyes. (laughs) And just gently settle into the space. Connecting with your breath. It's natural rhythm in and out. Feeling and checking in with your body in this moment. Scanning your body with love. Taking note where there may be tension, stiffness, soreness. Do you feel energized in your body? Do you feel tired? Do you feel like you are present? with this magical, beautiful temple that you occupy. How is your relationship with your body in this moment? Can you pull in the gratitude, the abundance, the joy, the peace from the earth, from the skies, from the plants, from the birds? your loved ones can you imagine the abundance and love and joy that they experience that they deserve that they offer feeling that frequency of unconditional love and peace and joy maybe a cool breeze on your face maybe a refreshing mint lemonade (laughs) Maybe a warm hug from someone you love so, so much. Maybe warm sheets on a cold day. (laughs) Maybe a sunset that is so beautiful you think it's just for you. Imagining, feeling, and believing that this joy, this peace, this love is abundantly yours to experience, to believe in, to trust. You are the same love, joy, radiance that you see in the sunset. You are the very same. There is no difference. Imagining now breathing in that beautiful sunset, its warmth, its vibrancy, its beauty. Breathing it into your body, every cell. Every cell. And again, breathing it in deeply, flooding your body with warmth and light. Letting out a big pleasurable sigh 
maybe placing your hands on your heart or giving yourself a hug and saying thank you. Thank you, body. Thank you, body. Thank you, body. I love you. <laughs> I love you. And I am grateful to be here. And whenever you feel ready, gently opening your eyes, observing the room and your environment. <laughs> And welcoming yourself back into the space, light legacy, the space of radiance, the divinity, leaving a legacy of light, a legacy of love. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. <clears throat> Doesn't that feel good? I feel amazing. It's such a gift to be able to offer meditations and visualizations it's a really unique experience because it's just like reiki like it's it just flows through me and and everything that it may nourish in you it nourishes in me as well it's just an open channel so <laughs> when i am of service i am being served as well in the most beautiful profound way so thank you um yes our voice. Hmm. I was going to talk about scarcity <laughs> in this episode, but then before this, right after I saw Hoppe, I was singing this beautiful song. It's called There She Is again, or maybe There She Is by Leah Free. She's a cool Instagram spiritual goddess. And um, this song is just so beautiful. It's so divine. It's like total vocal alchemy it's acoustic it's just raw and I really really love it connect with it um and it inspires me to just want to like vocalize along with it and kind of um, give myself a sound healing um and I've been playing more and more with my voice it's a big 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 healing modality for me my voice and using my voice in song is the most profound gift that I've connected with think so far <laughs> in this body um because it connects with the divine it's the frequency embodied it is the way that we can communicate emotion expression memories healing like so much can be communicated through our voice in song and we're all beings of frequency and vibration and so experimenting and playing with the different tones and where they resonate in the body and as well as with my like sound healing offerings and and witnessing people feeling the music in every cell and every bot every bone in their body like it is such a powerful tool and knowing through experience that when I'm like doing a certain type of like uh, <laughs> it's just a random example but the way that it's structured and the cadence and the vibration interacts with different parts of of people's energetic body and physical body and it's so so cool um so anyway <laughs> i was playing around with this song and just like vocalizing to it and harmonizing and i was already had my mic set up to do this podcast and so i was like oh i'll just grab my mic and record it and see what happens and it was so cool to listen back to it it's like such a 
interesting experience for me to like witness myself and hear myself in that. And I put on like some reverb. I don't know how to use this editing software for singing at all, but uh, I put on like reverb. So it makes it super, I don't, I don't know the terms, but it, it made it turn into like a mermaid cave ocean serenade that was really beautiful. So I think the point of all this is that I felt an innate and powerful call within me to express my voice. And then even though I was like, ah, I'm going to sound stupid. This might not sound that good. I don't even really know how to use this. Like, I'm not sure what I'm doing. All those voices were there. I still recorded it and played it back. And the, the result was actually really beautiful. And it's, um, just an example of our voice (laughs) and how powerful, how powerful and how vital and how needed our voice is and how crucial it is that we, especially as women, that we as women and men, but I think most of you guys are women, most of you goddesses, I should say, are women, that we test our, our edges with our voice and that by that I mean like our fear edges. Where do we quiver? Where does our throat start to shake and close? Where are those edges and what are they connected to? And whenever I have a negative thought or a judgmental thought, I always ask, is it true? Is it really true? Is it really true? No, it's not really true. (laughs) And I've talked about this many times on Acting My Age, but like, I think one huge piece of awareness is knowing and witnessing our thoughts and knowing that we are not our thoughts. We are the humble, humble witness of our thoughts. So that means that we can change and that we can grow and that we're not stuck in the the loops and the cycles of our mind that we may feel like we're stuck in. And my God, (laughs) ladies, goddesses, muses, mystics, witches, we need your voice. We need your voice so badly in whatever form it comes in. If it is sticking up for yourself in a situation where you maybe would have let your boundaries just be crossed, we need it there. If it is publishing your poetry, even though you're terrified of it, we need it there. If it is asking for a raise we need it there if it is leaving a relationship that's not serving you and standing up in your power of what you know you deserve we need it there we need it there in all of the areas and if you want to record some music even though you're not really sure what sounds that good and you don't really know how to do it (laughs) we need it there too we need these edges to be tested and expanded because it's changing. The earth is changing. It's shifting. We're in like the most potent time right now. We are going to look back later in life and be like, holy shit, I can't believe I was there then. Wow. We are in a huge time. And I think we all know what I mean by that. We can feel it. Things are very different than they were a few years ago. And expansion is happening rapidly 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 and this quote i love is that time is moving at the speed of the mother the mother is the earth 
And the mother wants us to fucking go. (laughs) The mother wants us to blossom rapidly and beautifully and bravely and boldly into our bigness, into our beautiful souls that are here for so much, that are here for so much love. My God. So need your voice. We really, 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 really need it. And that is the core tenant, I guess, of all my offerings is, is empowering and creating containers for women to find their voice. And what happens in these spaces when we're sharing, we have a topic we're sharing about, or someone just shared something vulnerable and inspires someone else, there are always women who are absolutely terrified to speak on the group call. And I understand because I was like that too. Like your, your heart is pounding. You know you have something you want to say. It's on your heart. It's right there on the tip of your tongue, but your throat's closed and you're sweating. And it's just like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Maybe someone else will go, but no, I really need to say this. But no, there's just this huge battle. And then finally, they just quickly unmute and go, I have something to share <laughs> or something like that. And we're like, uh, I'm terrified right now, but I really need to say this. There's so many of these beautiful moments of just facing the fears in real time, surrounded by sisters, surrounded by women who are not judging, who are loving. The amount of love and compassion and just true sisterhood that I've seen in my offerings online is blows me away. And that is like the fuel The I mean, I'm already so motivated. I don't with this with this stuff (laughs) with these offerings that I don't need too much more fuel but like that witnessing that witnessing women past that edge speak their truth even though they're terrified and then be showered in love is the candle that will never go out for me like the candle of purpose that will never go out it is so profound and it is such a gift it is such a gift wow yeah so grateful and the thing is there are a lot of spiritual offerings there are a lot of different people doing amazing things and when I'm I'm so immersed in this world that it's easy for me to think like god everyone's doing this like she's doing this she's doing this he's doing this he's doing this like is there even room for me is there even space and Austin it's like (laughs) every other person is a spiritual coach or something of that nature but but then I realized very quickly this is a very big world. This is a very big world. And each person has their own unique um, spider web of connections and people that they are here to interact with. So I guess this is my call um, and prompt to any of you that if you feel inspired to share something and start and create and gather people, like do it, do it, do it. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Oh boy, have I had to learn that. It really doesn't matter. How do you view yourself at the end of the day? That's the only thing that matters. How do you view yourself as a divine being? How do you view yourself and your radiance, your power, your humbleness, and your devotion to life? That's what matters. Something to that I would like to touch on is that I get I not so much anymore, but I've definitely gotten messages like, where's your credentials? How are you qualified for this? And it's it's typically like 
you know, we can all sense these energies and it's typically in the energy of like, you're not worthy, like stop kind of, kind of energy. Like it's, it's not an expansive, genuinely curious. It's like a dragging you down kind of energy. Um, and that used to bother me for a while because I would like, I would just go to, well, I don't, how do they not see like the genuine love and care that I'm putting into this? And never mind the fact that they didn't go on my website and look at like the credentials that are there. But the thing is, I hope and I pray that we will soon move into society more and more. I know, I know we are that, that knows that fucking paper isn't gold like your your paper your credentials yeah that can be really amazing and wonderful and if you're a surgeon like yes you cannot cut into me if you don't have your paperwork that said you went to medical school but and even then my brain just said well actually Rohini that's not true if I if I was a like jungle surgeon who was the 10th generation family doctor then I would believe that I don't need paper for that so <laughs> I guess I'm saying um we are moving into a different a different era, a different way of being, a different um reality where gifts are coming online rapidly. We are expanding rapidly and the consciousness is being raised at levels that have not been seen before in this way. And paper books, institutions, universities, schools cannot keep up as fast it's too fast for institutions to keep up at this point and there are some amazing amazing really forward-thinking institutions that are offering incredibly like incredibly in tune offerings but it's just not going to be fast enough you know it's not possible for the amount of people that there are on this earth the amount of people that are awakening that are wanting to connect the dots of what this thing is inside of them that they feel is blossoming there isn't like you know a local center for this 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 and that yet in austin yeah there is (laughs) but all around the world no not yet um and i don't think it will be that way for quite a bit um so we we and i say we because you are a light worker you are a light being if you are on the path of becoming you are a light worker <laughs> um we need to be the beacons the lighthouses the place for people to come and this transitions actually into a good story i was sitting with hoppe at this beautiful grandmother tree in austin on the lake and she is just massive. If you guys live here, if you've ever walked on the Ladybird Lake Trail, the one that's um, by Casa de Luz, I don't know. But anyway, that's this big trail that's super beautiful. And you can go down the side and there's these big trees that are right on the water's edge. And there's this one that I just really always feel drawn to. And it has massive, massive, massive roots that Um, stretch over the water and rise out of the water so you can go and sit on the roots and just be right like right above the water and I would just bring my journal and write there and just look at the water or on the other side of this humongous beautiful tree there's like a little alcove little cave and so I wanted to sit with Hape in this little cave naturally because I am a cave dweller (laughs) and so I was sitting with Hape and I was wearing all white just coincidentally and um 
I was getting ready to sit and like doing my meditation and you know it's it requires a lot of presence and devotion to be in this like little mini ceremony with Hape always setting my intention always thanking the earth and thanking Hape and the keepers of the medicine and it's like it's a meditation practice um so I was getting ready to serve myself and then I just start here my eyes are closed and I start like all of a sudden a bunch of fear voices of like everyone's looking at you everyone's judging you this is so weird like you're not safe you're not safe you're not safe that was the real underlying was you're not safe you're not safe you're not safe like hide 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 and I opened my eyes <laughs> and there were like three different people spread out taking photos of me and I was like oh. I was super shocked because I was super shocked and also just like wanted to recoil instantly and my irrational mind is like you're so fucking weird like obviously they're gonna take photos of you they're gonna tell their friends and like make fun of you like just some wild shit but the reality is it probably looked pretty cool I was in all white sitting in this alcove on this beautiful tree and by the water it probably had nothing to do with that I was sitting with Ape it was just probably a very cool photo um but anyway it brought up so much fear in me that I it, it just led me into the most beautiful meditation and self-reflection. Um, I turned, so I wasn't facing like where everyone was looking at me. I just turned slightly. So I was facing the water and I sat with Hoppe and I just like listened and listened to the voices of insecurity and then also listened to my guidance. And what kept coming through was like, Rohini, when you sit at the tree, they will come which I don't know where this, the origin of this, like, I don't know if it's a proverb or a myth or a story, but I just have this knowing of um, these ancient teachers sitting at the tree and just meditating and just being, and all of their students would come just one by one. It's like they were so radiant in their truth that people would just find them. They didn't have to go out and search for it or pull or push or sell. It's like they were just being and their being was so magnificent and magnetic that people just found them and came to them and wanted to learn from them. So I was sitting there at the tree and I just kept hearing Rohini, when you sit at the tree, they will come. When you sit at the tree, they will come. When you sit at the tree, they will come. And then the next voice was, and what will you do when they come? Because there was a part of me that was terrified that someone else was going to come down the trail and try to sit by me or talk to me or whatever. It's like a very popular trail. Um, and I was just acknowledging that fear. It's like, why are you so scared of someone coming and talking to you? Isn't this whole freaking, isn't the whole purpose of this path and this spiritual practice is to be a beacon and a lighthouse and a safe place for people to come? And to remember and to be in in the unity with God, like, isn't that the whole point? So if someone were to come down here and want to be with you, like, that's perfect. That's amazing. But I had so much resistance to it. And it was this amazing um, journey that I went on and I had a lot of beautiful clarity. But I share that because when you sit at the tree, they will come. Like when you are rooted, grounded, and radiant in your truth and your awareness, people will want to learn from you. People will want to be with you, near you, and you need to be ready. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same lesson I constantly tell myself. Like you need to be ready for it, and you need to be confident in what you do offer, what you can offer. It doesn't matter if you don't have a paper. 
if you have something that you know is your gift, your truth, and you work with it, it's not like one day you're just like, oh, I can shoot laser beams out of my hands, guys. Uh, all right, I'm offering this new thing, $99 laser beam shooting. I just discovered this last night and I watched a YouTube video. Like, no, <laughs> not that. If there's an authentic, like, authentic download coming through you or authentic um, gift, I don't really know how else to put it, coming through you that you know is true and you've been working with it and cultivating it and people are asking you about it and wanting to learn more. Or if you are, people are starting to ask you, wow, I really noticed you're very calm lately and like peaceful. Like what, what have you been doing? Feel empowered to share. Oh, actually I do this, this, and this. And I actually kind of came up with my own method. Like, do you want me to teach you? That is how we expand. That is how we spread this. Feel empowered to teach, to use your voice, to pass this on, to pass this torch on. We cannot do it alone. We've been trying to do that for far too long and it's over. That that paradigm is over. Slowly, slowly we're coming out of it. But you don't need a paper. You don't need a certificate. And yes, those are beautiful. Those are wonderful. Those are supportive. And depending on the work you're doing, maybe you do need a certificate. But to share the divinity of God and your experience as a human in ways that may benefit and help others expand, you do not need a certificate. That is your birthright. Okay? That is your birthright. That is your voice. That is your heart. That is your soul coming through. And I think I share this as well because when I say you need to be strong and you're offering and what you know in terms of like, I know this truth about love. I know this truth about light and I'm, I'm here and available to share it with you to help you remember. Um, you need to be confident in that. And I say that because there will be people, there are people, there are energies, there are, what's the word? There are systems that are here, that are present, that do not want this awareness spread. And perhaps not consciously, but it's too big, it's too much, it's too expansive, it's too out there, it's too reality shattering for them to want to explore it at the moment. And maybe soon, hopefully, if it's in their soul contract, if it's in their divine plan to expand and be curious, then beautiful. You'll be there with open arms. But these topics uh, that are so intangible because they all operate on individual experience, right? Right. We're all God experiencing itself in each in our own unique, perfect way. All of these experiences that are quite intangible to some may be easy to question and um, not hold any truth or value in them if there's no, again, paper. If there's no paper, there's no proof, there's no this, there's no that. So that's why your and my <laughs> confidence and the root of your devotion and your belief must be strong and solid and deep. And that takes cultivation and practice because when you're rooted, you're not easily swayed. I find um, for myself, if there's someone who's questioning me or asking this or that, if I'm not rooted and I say something that's coming out of fear or scarcity or lack or judgment, responding to them in their fear, it's just creating more dissonance. It's creating more, more hurt. And so 
I'm very devoted to doing the things that help me believe in myself and my devotion more and more so that when someone does ask me, I'm not swayed. I'm confident. I'm strong. And this has been a big practice and it has not been easy for me. (laughs) And ceremony, plant medicine ceremonies are a huge way that I've um, built up my confidence because they're very difficult. And I just did a very big ceremony a couple days ago, actually. And it was the most profound, beautiful experience the safest and most held I've ever felt in the container it was so divine not ready to share all the details yet maybe I will one day but it was reality shattering in the best way in terms of a lot of my old stories of you're doing you have to do this alone you're alone you're alone you're alone you're alone those all crumbled (laughs) I've never felt more supported and guided and loved in my life it's so beautiful but there's a lot of fear going into these ceremonies because you never know. You just never know what it's going to be. It's truly just trusting in the divine. Trusting the divine, trusting in the plants and the earth and the allies to bring you the exact just right healing or expansion that you need. And that takes a lot of balls. <laughs> it takes a lot of cojones and trust in the divine. Because if I were to step in those spaces without the true surrender and trust, it just, it would go a very different way. You know, it's resistance, resistance, such I talked about in my last episode, resistance makes things really hard <laughs> and surrender and trust just whew, wash that all away. So cultivate practices that help you root into your devotion to the divine until you're becoming whatever that may be kundalini yoga is another another great practice because it's quite difficult um so i did a sweat lodge that was extremely difficult and also helped me build my confidence in my abilities and my devotion because it was like so fucking intense and all you can do is just pray and sing and chant and trust the earth and trust your body and trust the divine and after that i'm like wow okay good job rainy like nice nice it just builds a little bit more trust a little deeper root and something that's big that i'm working on (laughs) is holding and keeping the commitments to myself um i just had a mayan astrology reading in guatemala and it was fucking incredible it was so so incredible totally channeled he was amazing um i'm five jaguar if anyone's familiar five ish and he said like my biggest challenge or like opportunity right now to work on is holding the commitments to myself like make the commitments and then following through to the very end and building up self-respect within myself and honoring myself by honoring my commitments aka more dedication aka more devotion more discipline so that was really profound um and it really resonated with me so whatever that looks like for you you know maybe it's oh i have a journaling practice i journal three pages every day or oh i sit and meditate with cacao for 15 minutes every morning or oh i go to the gym you know three times a week i go to boxing class every morning like whatever it is that you commit to and you follow through it's big it's really big 
it's really big for our trust in ourselves. I am one of the first ones to say it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And my 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 being I'm so flowy that uh discipline is difficult in everyday life. Discipline in in ceremony, discipline in prayer, discipline in devotion, I'm like got that much more naturally. Like I can be so disciplined in these settings. But in everyday life, not as much. So I'm really, really working on that. And I know that it's vital. So um, I wanted to share that with you guys. <laughs> and speaking of discipline, I think I need to end this episode because your girl still needs to pack for her early flight tomorrow. And I need to make dinner. And it's like 9 p.m. I've had a very, very full day full of discipline and devotion, actually. And I accomplished every single thing on my big, big to-do list. So I'm feeling very good about that. And I hope that you are feeling very, very good too in your accomplishments, your presence, your love, your devotion, your your radiance, and the way that you showed up today and this week and this month and this year because there's a lot to be proud of. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. You're crushing it. Please use your voice. Please, please, please. Please, 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 please use your voice. And I am not the best sales lady, but I am. I just launched my new online offering. It is my most juicy, delicious, packed online offering yet. It's called Holy and Free. It is June 17th through 19th. The website to join and get your spot in the immersive is Temple of Althea. A-L-T-H-E-A dot com slash holy and free. And if you're an alumni, you've done my other programs, you get a discount. So email me for a discount. And future, if you join, you will always get a discount on future offerings, including retreats. So um, keep that in mind. But yes, this, this offering is really special. And um, I feel very like proud of the culmination of what I'm I'm putting together for this. It's like a very grounded, tangible offering that will impact and shift and change the people who attend. I, I know that confidently um, because I've seen it <laughs> and I witnessed it and I've had the honor and gift of being of service in this way. So please come join. We're going to be definitely, definitely expanding, stepping into our power, using our voice, connecting with our sensuality, connecting with our um, deepest divine nature. And also, if you've never done anything like this, if you don't meditate, if you don't have any practices, that's totally okay. There's no like level of anything needed to join. You're welcome and perfect exactly as you are. And I'm going to guide the whole way through. So come if you feel the call. I'd love to have you. And I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for tuning in. Please share this with a friend if you want, <laughs> if you liked it. And I'm just wrapping you in a big, 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 big hug. Can you feel it energetically? Just wrapping it up. I love you. I love you. Talk to you next week. Bye.